reset your mind, reset your heart. Heart of stone, heart made new. New things, new beginnings. Beginning with Christ, beginning with salvation. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. It's the podcast where we go back in time to discuss things that happen within the ripe community. And today, we have a wonderful episode. Uh, I got a couple guys here with me as we go back to January 19th. It was a Thursday evening, and uh, we made a little trip down to D.C. area, Hyattsville, I believe is what it's technically called, to a thing called Bus Boys and Poets. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about that particular trip in that day, but there's also a heck of a lot of context on why we ended up making this trip to Bus Boys and Poets. And I think it's going to be a great episode here on the pod with me. Uh, he has been here before, and his name has been mentioned on most of the episodes that we have done. Greg Snow, Mr. Free the Poets, Mr. Snowman, welcome back to the pod. What's up, y'all? Uh, good to be back. We're excited to have you. Uh, Greg is one of the most hysterical people you ever meet, and that may or may not come out over the next 30 minutes or so on this podcast episode. We also got a first-timer. Shout out to first timers, Mr. Gabriel Ann Grant, aka AVG, Mr. Spoken Word Artist himself, the poet's poet, is in the building. What's up, AVG? What's good? It's great to be here. Thank you. We're glad to have you. Um, before we get into this whole conversation about uh, January 19th, uh, AVG, you got to give some context, man. Give a little intro. Who are you? What do you do? How'd you get connected to the right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, uh, I'm just a regular person. Um, mm. I am originally from Massachusetts. Um, spent a lot of time in Columbus, Ohio, then left home to do college in Philly. Um, At the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, don't say that. Don't say that. Ivy League. <laughs> Ivy Leaguer. <clears throat> That's, it's actually funny. Um, a lot of people would be like, oh, you go to Penn, Penn State? And I used to get actually, I actually used to get angry, like wow, like y'all didn't, y'all have never heard of U Penn, and it's like in your city, that's trash. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, did school, um, finished out. Um, like Penn Charter High School. <laughs> I think I passed that before. Pennsylvania that's Cyber. Listen, I'm not going to be talking that much. It's going to be these two guys just riffing nope, on each other. Nope, we, we're here for all the AVG smoke. Let's oh, go. Oh, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so been in Philly, what, like, it's about to be 10 years. Crazy. In, like, a couple of months, which is unbelievable. Um, Philly is probably going to be home for at least a little while, honestly, um, especially getting connected to, like, the poetry scene, um, the two lines, October 2021. Um, I was actually that year I wanted to do a lot more poetry, um, get myself a lot more visible, showed up to that show, um, did one piece and then they said, Hey, does anybody want to do more pieces? And I dropped another one. Um, really loved the community that was set up there. And, um, I asked, I think I asked Jeff, um, who's like the co co founder, I guess of two lines, like, Hey, how can I support and I was at the time, I was like, man, maybe I'm just paying for the next feature or something like that. And they said, no, nah, you're on the team. So I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Um, that same night, I met you, Scott. Um, and you, like, poured into me, encouraged me, um, and let me know that. Was it a creative's 
open mic that was happening in a few months from, from yeah now. probably a few weeks even a few weeks like yeah in yeah, between yeah. two lines and a creatives open mic so yeah that's my that's my intro to to two lines to to creatives um and it's been an awesome experience since yep yeah and uh so greg i mean two lines is obviously a big through line for this relationship um you know greg avg myself another young lady by the name of Sergine. Um, we've kind of all been wrestling through this whole write poetry thing, right? Like, uh, yeah. are we a thing? Are we not a thing? At minimum, we're friends. At minimum, we care about each other. At minimum, we all carry the same desire, which is to leverage our gift of spoken word poetry to make much of who Jesus is and communicate gospel truth to people uh, through the gift that God's given us. And whether that's in the church scene, at the you know, concert at the festival or in the secular open mic scene or slam or showcase. Um, we all carry that same thing. And so it's kind of been like fast friendship, but Greg, can you just give a little bit of context for two lines itself? What, how that started, what it is, because I think that would help provide some context for like how we all met at two lines. Yeah. Yeah. So briefly two lines is a poetry open mic that started in August of 2021 um, and has been going since. Um, that has been a place where um, a, f- a few of us started out as two guys, myself and uh, our, my co-founder, my good friend Jeff, um, wanted to be believers in an open mic space, just creating a space where anybody can come and be heard, specifically to reach to people that may not necessarily classify themselves as poets, but in general, everyone that we want to have in our space can get over the fact of the times that they've felt silenced or felt like they couldn't be themselves. So we wanted to open a a real opportunity to have freedom in an open mic that was free of competition and free of other things that you would have that would actually push you away from achieving freedom and achieving, be able to be yourself. And so we've kind of cast a large net and we're able to attract some amazing Christian poets as well as some amazing poets in general. Mm -hmm. And so that open mic happens every second Friday. Um, At one point it was Saturday. At one point it was thinking about being another day of the week, but it's landed on second Fridays of most months. And, um, yeah, you guys have been all over the place, like seven, eight, nine, ten different venues over the last you know year and a half that you guys have been running. And uh, AVG showed up as a poet at that event. And I mean, really, it's funny because Jeff and Greg have kind of been like little brothers to me a little bit um, sure. in the the way of relationship is curating events because I've been doing that for a lot longer with Creatives Philly. And so they kind of came to me and was like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think about this? What do you do th- think about doing this? And my heart has never been to hoard what we do, um, but to see other people step up and take ownership of the space, right? Because the more other people are doing, the less I have to do. And not from a sense of being lazy, but in the sense of like, ripe is busy. And we get a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things. And so if two lines find success, then Creatives Philly can shift gears. We can take on doing the galleries a little bit more, or we can take on doing music concerts a little bit more. Like if we don't have to throw another open mic in the city all the time because two lines is successful, it's all one kingdom. Mm 
Yeah. Right. And especially with you guys being believers, mm. it was like, oh, let's let's do everything we can to give them a, a, a hand up, um, not mm. a handout, but a hand up. And you guys have killed it. Um, but yeah, early on, I mean, within the first two months of the event is whenever we met AVG, right? Yeah, which was was huge. I mean, I will say like, Scott, like you've been imp- instrumental in just like teaching us so much um, that we're going to get into this podcast. Um, we really have to talk about the mentorship of Scott and who he is as a mentor, hmm. especially when it comes to the poetry scene specifically, because on other podcasts, you're going to hear him talk about his event curating and his help work with artists, but specifically here with himself being a poet and also pouring into other poets and saying, hey, you're a poet and you're creating an event. This is how you should do it. You're a poet and you're looking to go into the open mic scene. This is how you should do it. You know, and that that's helped us so much. And I think the the just foot in the door of having so many contacts, whether it's at other open mics that we've been to, we walk in, we say Scott Smith's name, and we instantly have a seat at the table. And that has provided so much to then have an ability to have an event where we can gather people like AVG and like some of the other poets that we're even going to mention later on on the pod. You guys are too kind. Um, I remember AVG and my's relationship, because obviously me and, me and Greg were, were building quite a bit um, for the last however long it's been. I mean, it feels like it's been a lot longer than it even has. Yeah, for real. Um, but AVG kind of said like, hey, will you like mentor me? around my like writing because you kind of, what do you call your poetry you're like trauma song. oh yeah so uh <laughs> trauma poetry at the time just writing a lot of like um i'm hurting or like i'm angry yeah depressed mm. type stuff yeah so you and which i think is actually what you do i mean you're an incredible poet both of you guys are amazing poet, um but avg sure. was kind of like man how do you write with like a resolution you know, I feel, like, I feel like your poems like get people excited. My poems don't get people excited; they make people sad. You know? And I was like, yeah, like yeah. each their own. You know, like what you're doing is beautiful, and we talked about that. But I never have felt like okay, I'm super equipped to be like a coach, um, but I know people who are. Mm. And so I was kind of like, hey, I got this other friend, Ashley Clark. Shout out to Ashley Clark. Um, if she was more in the spoken word scene at this juncture of her life, she would be included in this whole write poetry sure. um, shenanigans. She's just kind of moved on to bigger and better things for herself Definitely. Um, in this season. But she was somebody I was like, she can teach. Mm-hmm. She can coach. She's coached uh, spoken word teams in high schools. Mm-hmm. She's taught workshops at colleges. Like, she's a beast. You know, let's get Ashley involved. And so I just kind of like connected y'all. And then you got connected with Ashley as well, Greg. And it's just kind of like this synergy of like, we aren't trying to make a team, yep. but something's happening yep. between the creatives open mics that sometimes has poets at it. Greg's performed on our platform a bunch of times. AVG's performed on our platform. I go to Two Lines because I support Two Lines and I want Two Lines to be successful. And now AVG's a part of the Two Lines team. And then there's all this kind of synergy mm-hmm. you know that's that's making all this stuff happen um and then yeah i guess leading up to this whole january 19th thing you guys are now on leadership of two lines together you asked me to feature yep out of two lines in january which i was super humbled to do um great opportunity for me um and you know got to be a part of that event uh with you guys so thank you for that at that event there was a young woman 
towards the end of the night, I think she was the last poet to perform. Last mm. poet. And her name was Jayla. Um, her artist name is Miss Spoken Poet. Um, shout out to Baltimore fire. people fire because name. they always have fire names. Oh, yeah. Such an amazing name. They Sit all... on that for a second, y'all. Miss Spoken Poet. Miss Spoken Poet. It's good. Jerry's mm. rolling his eyes. Mm. Mm. Um, shout out to Top Mop for being here and recording this episode. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. <laughs> I, I think it's a great name. But Jayla gets up there and she's six, seven months into being a poet mm-hmm. and lights the stage on fire. Oh my goodness. With a sincerity and a humility, not a like, you know, flaunting kind of way. Like I'm thankful to be here kind of way, but so talented. Like to see that gift that fast, six, seven months and somebody to be at that level. I was like, what the heck? And I remember just sitting there listening to her and I was like, yo, this is a gift to because i've seen it in you guys right and part of my heart has been i carry some stuff as a poet trying to be a faithful to jesus artist in different spaces that you know christian artists maybe don't typically venture into right and and to see her stepping in that direction coming to two lines in a city that she's not even from in her early 20s six seven months into this poetry thing making the trip i was like there's something very unique here happening with her Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I remember when, uh, so at that point, January 13th, that was when we featured Scott, we already had um, Jayla, misspoken poet, lined up to be our feature in February. And I remember when AVG um, sent me her Instagram, was like, hey, there's this poet. Um, we didn't even know her at this time. It was like, you just got to check her out. Like, listen to her stuff. And she was featured on um, one of the, if not the top, um, open mic poetry open mic experience um uh venue in in the country right now voices in power Mm -hmm. and so i see her on that and that already in my mind i'm like oh wow like this girl is on vip official like this is real like this is not like just um she's like recording a video at home you know this is like she's on one of the top open mics as a believer and talking about real issues it was her piece um what does a virgin look like? Where she hmm. she talks about glorifying the need to save yourself from marriage. Hmm. And to see something that bold and that powerful, it was like, yo, we definitely have to to talk to this woman. We definitely have to reach out to her, you know. So shout out to AVG for even discovering her, you know. Um, to our eyes, we're just two lines, you know, we're just making things happen. Um, but like the fact that he did that, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll be known as the the usher of uh, of poetry someday. Well, we'll see. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I just I just had this track record for like forgetting that I said things or did things. I forgot that I sent you her her work, which is crazy. I'm just all over the place, y'all. Just you just stumbled upon doing. it. Yeah. And you're like, hey, she seems dope. For this sure, is really good. For sure. Um, and she is a really, really, really good spoken word artist. Oh, yeah. And so we we kind of um, the feature set night that I performed was awesome. Uh, the night was great, and at the end of the night, we just I just kind of was like, "Yo, you better give me your number, um, mm-hmm. Jayla. Like, we got to connect." Yep. And so I call her on the phone. Greg was going straight to voicemail. Classic. Greg, do not disturb. <laughs> that's that's his life. Um, but I was like talking to Jayla on the phone, 
And she was probably like, who's this crazy dude? Why does he want to talk to me? Mm. And I was just like, shit. I was like, tell me your whole story. And so she starts sharing her whole story. And I was like explaining to her who I am, what I've done for the last 10 years Mm. and why I'm so passionate about meeting her and why I'm so passionate about trying to, you know, help her along her journey because of what she carries is what I want to see multiplied in the earth. Mm. Right. And like, I was like, your presence is an answer prayer to me, right? Because I've prayed for people to get raised up to do this. Then whenever I meet you, I'm not just going to be like, yo, you're great and move on. Like, we got to connect. How can I help? Is there certain things I could do? And so about halfway through that conversation, Greg finally calls me back, classic Greg. And uh, so we get on a three-way call with me, him, and Jayla. And I was like, Jayla, you're just going to have to repeat everything you just said. So uh, good luck. And she tells her story again. And even just like hearing her entire testimony, I don't want to share it on her behalf, um, but it was so powerful and so rich and so raw. And to hear it twice, even back to back for me, I was just like, she knows her story. Mm. She's confident in who God has made her, like how he's, you know, pulled her life out of some difficult things and set her on a firm foundation. This girl is not messing around. Mm. She's not cloud chasing. She's not out here for... Uh, some type of fame or fortune. No, she really wants to make an impact uh, because of what God has done in her life. And so we just start talking, 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 and it's a great conversation. And we ended up inviting her to come up to Philly for like a family night um, and all that kind of stuff. The conversation ends. A couple of days later, Greg shoots out a text to the group chat. He's like, yo, guys, I got this crazy idea. Typical Greg. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, I had this crazy idea um, because I I knew before she came up to Philly, um, because like I said, we planned this in our feature to have her be the last um, open mic artist on our open mic, and I I saw her posting. It's like a teaser for next month. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's our uh, two-line sneak peek is what we we call it. So it's just kind of like we have a little trailer for the next month, and and so, but I, we, we also announced um, during, I think... I posted about the fact that she was performing at Busboys and Poets that next week, which is the venue we mentioned earlier. Um, and so I was like, Busboys and Poets, Hyattsville. I had been there before, about five years before, so I knew of the venue. I knew it was on Thursday nights. And I'm just like, hey, it's like two and a half hour drive. Three. It's three. It's basically three with the DC traffic. It's three. Um, it's three. It's three hours. And I'm like, hey, why don't we just send this? Because I had two ideas in mind. Who's we? So, so um, (laughs) I'm just looking for whoever would go because I knew I'm not going to drive there by myself. Um, Because that's I don't go to any open mic by myself, and so I need people to come with me. And so I'm. I text Scott. I text AVG, and I text Sergene, which is our official write poetry group chat. And um, I reach out to all of them eventually, and Scott and AVG are like, yeah, like, we're in. And I was surprised, to be honest. Yeah, you were like, I was, um, I was not expecting it. I was expecting to yes. everyone to tell me no, but I was hoping because I wanted to support Jayla, and I thought because of the conversation we had on the phone and the conversation and how eager Scott was to meet her and how we had been praying for female artists to join 
our poetry collective mm-hmm. and even just to see more Christian artists, I was like, yo, we should do this. And also I wanted to perform at Bus Boys and Poets and wanted to get um Scott and AVG the opportunity to perform there because it's an awesome venue with a bunch of different people in another city. Yeah. Yeah. And but and just for people who don't understand this, Bus Boys and Poets is one of, if not the biggest platform in the country for poetry. I mean, it's one, of, I would say, top five. You know, you have like the New Yorkian Poets Cafe in New York City, with which is like a legacy platform, kind of like the mecca for spoken word. Um, you obviously have Voices in Power. Uh, shout out to Luis Marrero, who's Philly-based, but is now doing some national stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have the old school platforms like House Poetry and Def Jam, um, but in the in the new realm, like Juan Poetry in Houston, Texas, is a big deal, and Bus Boys is massive. Um, like Bus Boys digital f- footprint is maybe not as big as say like a Voices in Power or Juan for sure. But they have physical restaurant locations, a half dozen of them, sprinkled around the DMV area where they are restaurants basically dedicated to the art of spoken word. Yep, with open mics. Pretty much weekly at all of these different ones, like you can go to a spoken word event at a busboys location. I think every night of the week. Yo, technically, yeah, right. And like, in case you're, um, you maybe you're just not in this realm. That's not typical. No other, no other platform has a restaurant built around spoken word where you go in the back and there's a stage. And a poet is hosting you on an open mic. Like, that is not happening anywhere else. Yep. That we know of, at least. Yep. Yeah, I mean, maybe one day VIP will start opening restaurants. Shout out to Lewis. Hey. <laughs> Better hey. get after it. <laughs> Let's see. Um, it. Maybe Two Lines, you know, Two Lines Cafe. Yo. Hey. Shout out to day. <laughs> um, you never know. Receive it, Lord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it was just kind of a, I was like, yeah, Bus Boys, you know? Like, Bus Boys is uh, it's a, it's a big name. I'd never been down there. I'd done like things like the New Yo and uh, performed at one earlier uh, in 2022. So, you know, I was like, Bus Boys is definitely on the the bucket list. And but I'll tell you what, there's no way I would have done that trip just to go perform personally. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's a night away from family. Uh, you know, it's a night that we're not going to get back until three in the morning. It's going to impact Friday's effectiveness. But for Jayla. And because of what we sensed in her, what I sensed in her, especially as like she is carrying something yep. that is so significant, um, this this sacrifice of making the trip, I think, would mean a lot to her, especially early in her journey. Absolutely. Um, and she's walking into an environment where she's going to be probably one of the only believers on the lineup, mm-hmm. trying to be a light in intentional ways. Will it encourage her to have some brothers show up and pray for her? Exactly. And that was kind of our thinking was like, man, let's let's just go. Let's go show some love mm-hmm. to Jayla. Mm-hmm. And so we go uh, down to Havertown College, University, whatever, and pick up AVG. <laughs> and yeah, uh, we drive all the way y'all to the D.C. suburbs area to Bus Boys. It was a long trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. But we had some good conversations. It was a great opportunity for us to build together. For sure. Talk through different things with two lines, talk through different things with Creatives Philly, mm-hmm. talk through write poetry stuff. Um, you know, we were mad at Sergine because she didn't come, but we still love you. Yeah. Um, we'll see you there next time. Yeah, next time. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, we get down to the venue. And I mean, just like a funny thing was I thought we were going to be late because we were late. But it ended up being fine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Greg, give me a hard time about that. I was counting on the fact that we wouldn't be late. I was holding I was like, we're going to be fine. And why we're saying late is because um, if we were too late, we would have missed the open mic list. And so we wouldn't have been able to perform. Exactly. So we were there for Jayla. But if you're a performer or friends of a performer, you understand that when you want to perform somewhere, driving three hours and then not getting to perform is, is a bummer. Yeah, so we're we're glad that thank the Lord that we were able to avoid that yeah. and get to perform. I mean, and, it still would have been great to just support Jayla, but it's very. I mean, I go to a lot of events that I don't perform at, for sure, to support and build relationship and serve. But six hours in the car—that's a lot. It, it's like you want to you want to get on the list, for sure. Yeah, and we were the last three names on the list. Don't on forget the, that on the regular we were. Oh well, no. We there were six spots open by the time we were still there. Then yeah, we other like people, six, eleven, twelve. Yeah, and one. then they added yeah. more people on. So like, we we ended up we being okay. It. it was but, close. Y'all, if you ever trying yeah. to go to Bus Boys and Poets, don't go be early. like us. Get there early. Leave early. Hang out in DC. Spend some time walking around, and then go to the event. Don't yeah. don't be rushing. We got there like the we, it was. It could have been bad. It oh, could have been sure, bad for sure. We get there. Restaurants crazy. Uh, you get a chance to go in the back and you sit down at tables like you're at a restaurant, but you're at a event. You're at an open mic. Yeah. Um, shout out to Orville, uh, Orville the poet. Orville mm-hmm. the poet, such a great host. Doing big things. Um, such a cool guy. At the when we were there, he was even talking about uh, that past week. He had been um, performing at the Wizards game, which like y'all poets <laughs> do not usually get to perform at basketball games or big venues unless like they are like a huge like huge name with millions and millions and of views and followers and you know so the fact that a local um baltimore area washington dc area poet gets to perform there for martin luther king day was just incredible and awesome to see him reflect on that while we were there yeah yeah he's a he's a beast of a poet but certainly in the sense of like being from an older generation hasn't necessarily tackled the social media stuff as like a younger poet has. Right. And so he doesn't have a digital imprint following, but Mm. he has made such an impact on people's lives in that area. Exactly. That to me, I'm like, of course he would be the guy that they would get in DC personally. Like whenever I was like, yeah, he got that opportunity. I was like, who else would you get Mm. from DC? Like that's the guy. Um, but it was still really cool to have him celebrate that. And I just want to shout out Orville, like super vulnerable too. Yeah, he shared absolutely. a lot of things with the with the space about his own uh family and losing his mom. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. that just like it makes when when hosts do that and they're super vulnerable, it creates such like a like a warmth in the room. Oh yeah. Um where beautiful things could happen. And so we're there. I remember being you know, low-key kind of nervous. It's busboys and poets. It's kind of a big deal. Our names are on the list. And uh, people start getting up and performing. Um, what do you guys remember in terms of some of those performances before we got on? Uh, I can reflect on this guy. Um, if you ever hear this, my brother, you are a talented poet. His name is Will Cook. And uh, his mm, Instagram is Will Cook Creates. <clears throat> do you think about it? Will Cook. Man, these... 
These Dean, I gotta go take a master class from DMV poets on names. They um, all have great names because, like, they they must put a generator or something out there. They must like, like, throw their names at a generator right now. He said, "I will cook." And man, I was eating everything you said. I was. But just, isn't his real name Will Cook? Yeah, his it, real it's name his name. Will. Like he yeah. he it's was born to be a poet. Oh, my like, goodness. dude is just so he was he was awesome. And I think like I was like right after him, which like. Not fair. No, no. <laughs> like, man, uh, he was he was incredible. His wordplay, his vulnerability, like we've like we've talked about, um, was just he he was top notch, and it yeah. was cool to see him. And he featured that next week, so it was cool to see him growing as a art as a poet and getting to have those opportunities. Yep. And I remember before we even get to our sets, because I think we went and found Jayla before we performed, right? Mm. Or was it after we performed? I think it was after. I want to say it might have been after I performed. You performed. Yeah, you, were number you did six. your thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what pieces you do? Um. So I did a piece called "I Write," and I knew I had to do this piece because the opening line is "I write for the busboy and the poet," and then I go on to talk about um all of these different um poetry venues and poetry platforms like button poetry and then also um local philly um places like voices and power and i talk about people that have helped me on my journey like my dad and my friend femi who is uh a part of a band called the out of a water experience and talked about the philly pigeon and but then also got into um the purpose of why i write Mm -hmm. and Ultimately, that's to glorify the great I am and not to succumb to some of the pressures that are as a poet is to just be a product Mm. and to just be about money and to just write for what will get you money and get you success and get you a following, write Mm. for what everybody wants to hear as opposed to write what's actually going on in your heart and allowing that to naturally, by God, and his sovereignty to connect with other people. Amen. So good. Yeah, one of your one of your lines you repeat towards the end is like, "Can we get back to writing, just to write?" And I think that that's such a good challenge um, for everybody in the room. And I, it, it's also like a great ploy, so to speak, as as a writer for your audience to like vibe with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, the piece went over really well, even though it was not. Will Cook style, right? Right before you, very different delivery and cadence and rhythm to the way that he performs. Um, you're very different than that. It yeah. stood, it stood out, and you did well, and people really received it. Absolutely, because you're talking about like the authentic pen, you know, which I think is something that we need to be reminded of. Um, you know, in today's day and age, where it's all about views and um, getting on a platform, getting followers, getting more bookings. You're like, man, what are you creating? What is the long term impact of it? Are you being authentic uh, as you're writing? You know, so I, th- I would I say, like, a great job. Um, one of your last Thank lines you. is like, I would love for nothing more than for you to see how your piece fits with mine. Just again, like the authentic pen and like what is um, like artistic expression other than to create community and have people mm. connect with you, right? Um, so I, I love that piece for for one of, for that reason. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Thank so you. Good. And I want to say quickly. I felt like that was the best time I've ever performed that piece. Mm-hmm. And I owe that a lot to Scott 
um, in the car right before we got oh, there. I forgot we did that for like, like an hour. <laughs> just like yeah. chopping up my words and making me go back over and over and over. Start over. And um, Start over. Like that. Try again. That was just huge for me because different people learn different ways. And that constant like, you need to try again. You need to go. You need to go really helps me um, because I want to be critiqued. I want it to be a, I can a separate you know, critiquing the person from critiquing the art. Mm. And you have to put your art through a fire if you really want it to come out and be art and be a masterpiece at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we got to go over the rest of the piece too because we only did like the first 16 lines. Yeah, like that was <laughs> we, just from was just like 20 minutes year. of, of going back on the over. first three lines, yeah. you know. I mean, a lot of it was just, and I think it was cool, is like you don't know what you're doing until somebody starts to repeat it back to you. Exactly. And, you know, I think for me and my delivery, like I am always self-critiquing. If there's a video of me performing somewhere, I probably hate it because there's so many things I would do differently on the way the run back. Mm. But if you don't have those videos to be able to see like, oh, yeah, my pacing here is wrong. My breath control here is bad. I should split this up after the the period, not in the middle of the sentence or whatever it is. Um, from a delivery standpoint, I think it, I think it's really valuable. But yeah, we did do that on the way in. Yeah, and you you did it better. I, oh, for both sure, both for of sure. us were like looking at each other, like, "Yeah, we did it. Oh yeah, he did the thing we told him to do right there." <laughs> like, yeah. and I think that is helping me as an artist. And so, like, this is what we're doing with write poetry. You know, like as a younger poet, it is hard for me to listen to my own work. Because I don't want to, because it sometimes just makes me feel bad about my work because mm. I'm going to be so hard on myself. So having other people around me that I know love and care for me and want to see, but loving and caring for you means you want to see the best, mm-hmm. yep. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're able to provide with Right Poetry, which like the limited time that we had to do that, it's already yielding results. That's good. Um, after Greg's performance um we had a little bit of time before avg goes up and i go up i think i was before avg actually right it was me yeah 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 you were next yeah uh, um but it wasn't like right after you we had some time yeah and we went and found jayla Mm -hmm. she was nervous Mm, like in an adorable way she was there with her family she was all dolled up like ready to do her thing um but i was like yo do you want us to pray for you and she was like yes like, and it was just like her response was not like, oh, that'd be great. You know, like trying to be casual. It was like, that's exactly what I need. And so we actually went over into another part of the restaurant and just joined up hands and got to pray over her and kind of like bless her and speak truth over her and remind her of who she is and the power that she has in that space. And um, she freaking killed it later. Oh, yeah. Um she was her Amazing. her feature set was after us, right? After you guys, yeah. yeah. So we got to pray over her, yeah. And got, she introduced us to her mom, um, oh, yeah. You know, because she was like telling uh, her mom about us in Philly the week before, and the phone call, and you know, the conversations that we've had. So we were already like in the mom thumbs up range achievement, you know. So. Yeah, and like she didn't even know we were coming. Mm. So oh, I you remember, never told her. I forgot about so that. So I we didn't we decided not to tell her. We wanted it to be a surprise. So I like go to the bathroom and I'm not even like trying to like run into her. I'm just like, I go to the bathroom and I'm walking up and she's like, Greg, 
what are you doing here? Like, what, what in the world? And I was like, yeah. oh, hey, yeah, we're here. I was like, Scott's here too. AVG's here too. She's like, oh my gosh, like this means so much to me. And then she tells Scott later that she was actually thinking that day to call us and to ask for prayer. Wow. And so it was like that phone call the week before, she responded that was ready to enter in community with us at least through a, hey, can you pray for me? I have this big thing coming up. And boom and behold, we're, we're able there. to show up and be there. Yep. Like that's just such a cool, Beautiful. cool moment. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good to just love on her in that way. And then eventually see what she did. Then um but before we get to her feature set, um, ABG, you were you were saying uh, off off the mic about the Kingdom artist stuff. Sure, sure. That was wild to us. Yeah. So Greg is obviously a Christian poet, my stuff, Christian poet, AVG's Christian poet. When once we started performing, something started to happen with the lineup. And granted, it's like predisposed. Yep. But maybe some people changed what they would have done or mm. whatever else because the night became very like Jesus. Oh yeah. Out of Seriously. nowhere. Oh yeah. Um. So I get up. I did uh, my MBA piece. Um. And I really did it in light of Orville performing at the Wizards game. Sure. Yep. You know, that same week, I was like, shout out to you for this. Yeah. Um, did that piece. I didn't want to do it because it's too long from the Busboys and Poets five-minute time frame thing. Yeah, yeah. Because they cut you off at five minutes. Mm-hmm. But but I was cooking apparently, so he, he just let it happen. <laughs> they didn't. And the crowd then, uh, was going crazy oh, for yeah, Scott. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, crazy. They were not going crazy, but that's fine. And after my piece, AVG gets up, and you do organs, and it was so stinking good. Father, here I am again, is a line that he repeats so often. We love to say it because his cadence is amazing. And um, it's just the crux of the poem. ABG is a poet's poet. What does that even mean? It means that (laughs) the average human being cannot truly grasp what you're saying on the first run through. But the second, like the poet will catch everything. Yep. And the average person, like, listening back starts to realize what you're doing in a piece. Mm. That's just like, what the heck? Hey. This is so beautifully written. Hey. Yeah, It's very Shakespearean in that way. Mm. You're a beast. But all three of us, I think, by the grace of God, you know, he, stewarding the opportunity well, utilizing our gift in the space, we did good. Right? We were, Definitely. We were not substandard to what was being performed on the open mic. Amen. I think we actually stood out. I think there was like an ongoing like, yo, Philly different. <laughs> like, who is yeah. Philly? <laughs> Philly came out. And um, and we wouldn't even identify ourselves in the top tier in Philadelphia, right? Like, mm-hmm. or anything like that. But in that space on that night, we were given, I think, favor in the way that we were given access to, to people's ears and hearts because of our gift set and the way that we stewarded it. And after us, leading up to Jayla, it was like everybody was a Christian poet now. yeah. Super crazy. It's like they took like all the the curse words and the the innuendos out of their pieces, and they're like, "Let me let me just talk about Jesus." Like you know, like <laughs> the stage and, has been purged authentically, <laughs> like authentically. You know, like it was just like, "Whoa!" Like I think a guy mentioned, he's like, "Well, like yeah, these guys getting up here talking about God just got me excited, and I'm just gonna talk about the Lord." And I was like, "Oh, okay, Amen, brother, Amen." Go ahead, man. He's like, "This is church." You know, somebody else remarked, they were like, "I've never heard this much God." here mm. i've been coming for 10 years mm. wow 
I've never heard this. Wow. Yeah. Never seen this in this space and how they were like encouraged. And there was like some old guy, it was like his 70th birthday, and he yeah. did a poem. He was just telling everybody to repent. Exactly. <laughs> He's just coming to people's necks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, I, I'm not even going to say some of the stuff he said on that yeah. piece over here, but it was pretty wild. But he was just telling people like, you know, God's coming. He's going to meet your maker. Facts. And it was just like, wow, like this is bold. Like there's a boldness in the space that... Mm-hmm. You can't predict. And I've seen this, like, I mean, I could tell you story after story of, like, spaces that I've been in that whenever I performed, it wasn't even about what I did. It was about how my performance unlocked a key hmm. in the room yep. for other people to feel freedom. Yes. To be able to express their faith journey through their art yes. in ways that they maybe wouldn't have if I hadn't shown up. Mm-hmm. And that's always been kind of my MO is, like, that I'm, I tend to... When I'm in a space, I multiply what I carry sure. in somebody else. And so I, that was like a beautiful thing to do that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like the three of us turn into like seven other people, you know, talking about Jesus through their poetry that sure. night. And then it all leads up to the feature, which is Jayla. And she gets on stage. Yeah, like if you didn't get it after seven, you got it with her feature. Listen, <laughs> she got on stage and tore that place uh, oh my goodness yeah like after every piece was like a standing ovation eruption that's it yeah <laughs> every time it was unbelievable i mean it's a packed house sold out show thursday night yeah completely packed wall to wall a lot of family members there of hers yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of people that were there just to eat dinner and go to this thing called bus boys and poets yeah. but there were a lot of poets poets in there too right yep. they were on the lineup and just other you know, who's who, like there's a guy who's going to be on URL, Battle Rap, like yep. in the room. Like there was oh, wow. a lot of really talented people in that room. And she, she stole the show. Clearly. I mean, every piece. And then the way she does her intros, where it's not really an Sheesh. intro, she's going into a conversation and she's in the piece. Which, we love that. That's such a spoken word thing. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen that, you just, you just got to watch. It's like, it's like Poets Inception. You know, you're like, hey. am I in the poem? Hey. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Which level? What? Yeah. Is this the dream inside the dream? Inside the dream? <laughs> yeah. Or is this just the dream? Oh, yeah. No, she killed yeah. it. When's the music going to um, play? <laughs> do you guys remember some of her content that night? Like, Obviously, she did the uh, the virgin piece. Yeah. Yeah, she did um, She did the, the piece that talks about behind the scenes. Did she do that? She one? did behind the screen behind the screen. Yeah. Um, which is like so such a, like, how do you describe it? Um, it's like a people's piece. Yes, like it's, it's yes. a piece to really call out what is going on right now in our society where we're just trying to fill our lives to meet Instagram, Facebook's Twitter's criteria. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to living for, for hire, and it's just it's just as much of her story as it is our story when she tells it and it's and it's so good and um i really loved the the piece that she does where she's like talking about how she was very nervous growing up she would eat her lunch in the bathrooms yeah. in high school and then she talks about can you hear me now here i am out loud <laughs> opening up and to think about somebody like that you know like i i'm like a person where i was a performer before i was a poet 
So people don't like think, oh, he's on the mic. Wow, what an amazing thing God had done. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's on the mic. Cool, whatever. Of course but, he's like, on the mic. Greg's, yeah, of Greg's, course. Greg's been dancing around in his underwear his whole life. Like <laughs> this man came out with the mic and, and notes in his hand, you know. But for somebody to go from being anxious and and people probably wondering, will they ever like get on a stage or be able to to not only get on a stage and, you know, just be like, oh, they're on the stage, but kill the stage and absolutely captivate the audience is God's work. It's a miracle. In her completely. It's literally a human miracle. And I've seen that so many times with poets where like poets and performers are people that you would not even, when you talk to them off of the stage, they're very down to earth, Mm. very humble, and often very nervous. And, but, sure, and when sure, they get on the sure. stage, it's like somebody different. It's like they're they're a rapper or they're a rock star in the way that they carry themselves. And when that person is a believer, like Jayla is, it's just so incredible oh, yeah. to see. Like your eyes are just locked on her. Like yeah. what is she going to say next? Sure. Yeah. And she did that uh, piece about mentoring the little girl. Oh, yeah. About like her identity and worth and value. Yes. yes. And a lot of it, like, talking about how she has a dream to do that in life. Like, that's what she wants to do, start a program to mentor yeah. mentor young girls yeah. Yeah. Um, to understand their purpose and value. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, we are witnessing something very special, sure. you know, like with Jayla and other poets that have been through two lines as well that we've seen. They're like, man, God's doing something here. Seriously. This is not Lone Ranger, but what I have been blown away and I think Jayla, this will change for her in due time. But before two lines, she would have said, "Like, I'm, I'm kind of a loner in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't really have yeah. anybody else yeah. that really is about their faith walk mm-hmm. and is really committed to their craft as a poet and is trying to do what I'm doing." Absolutely. And that's what I keep seeing is people that like are like us yeah. and carry what we carry and have what we have, but don't have other people. Yeah. And my like. There's like an adoptive heart that I have for those like orphans. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, Heavy. no, don't let them, don't let them stay alone because they can have support. They can have community. They can get people praying for them whenever they hit the stage so that they are never going alone because that's what's dangerous. Absolutely. That's like Greg saying, I don't go alone because mm-hmm. it can be dangerous. You go out here in these streets by yourself. You can open yourself up to a lot of different things mm-hmm. that could be detrimental for your heart, your spirit, sure. or just like you, you aren't as effective because you don't have somebody holding you accountable Most to being a light in that space. You know? Exactly. So. I will say um, that was kind of my experience. And I've, I've shared this, you know, a couple of times where um, just in a space where, you know, like singing and um, playing instruments is like the main thing that people do in terms of creative expression but like not as many poets, like in my friend group at my church, um, I was like the only person like really coming up trying to do this poetry thing for real. Mm. And had a number of instances where people were like, yo, you did your piece. And like, I really could feel in you that you're like really trying to like change your life. Right. Um, But then in a space where I'm kind of the only person and alone in that way. Um, And so like, to go by myself in a way to find two lines and then, you know, to find creatives Philly um, and just this like collective of creatives that are very kingdom minded. 
um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I never really prayed for it, but like, it's such a blessing to be in this space. Mm. Right. Yeah, man. No, it's real. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the beauty of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what makes us so different is that we are uh, ripe as a community is a conglomerate of a lot of different creative expressions Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's not just hip-hop artists it's not just singer songwriters it's not just worship leaders or videographers photographers you know sound engineers djs or just poets it's all of these things Mm -hmm. and a space together and there's enough room for everybody to to be faithful in their own lane and find mutuality of encouragement from one another. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I, I just think it to me, I'm like, God, I'm open handed about this always. Like this whole poetry thing, you know, for myself, you know, I'm always like, God, like, if you want me to keep doing this, keep opening doors. But more than me doing it, it's wanting to see multiplication of the call be played out in other people's lives. Because I know that as I get older, you know, Lord willing, Dar and I start having kids and, and starting a family. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of stuff. I'm not going to be able to be as available to do these other things. But have I done a good job of stewarding my gift in a way where other people are catching, um, you know, on to what that thing is that I've done and they're doing it themselves. Mm -hmm. And so when you meet an AVG, you meet a Greg, you meet a Jayla and you see them like doing the thing that you've been trying to do and been doing for mm. 10 years 10 plus years you're like oh mm. my gosh what can we do to help yes right. how can i help these people how can i love on these people because you feel like you're seeing yourself 10 years ago and you're like and you guys are amazing like you guys are so stinking talented you know so yeah to me it's just been, it's been a breath of fresh air for me for sure. um not because i don't love everything else that i do i love working with the music artists the worship teams helping people get gigs throwing the creatives events you know all these things are great, but the poetry team thing yeah. has been just something so like uh, pure and sweet for my soul because it's 10 years worth of memories getting like replayed in my head every mm. time we spend time together. Mm. Like I'm just like, dang, man, I remember this. Yeah. You know, I remember having this guy do this for me. Yeah. You know, like I am a product of other people saying, hey, I got booked for this. Here's the microphone. You go instead. Wow. So like the way that I do that for you guys as often as I can, that's because somebody did that for me, Mm. right? That somebody gave me a microphone I didn't deserve to perform at Rowan University in front of 400 people when he got booked. They they announced him. He came up on stage and said, Scott Smith's coming up. Wow. You know what I mean? So like I had that done for me. So that's why like I carry that same stuff. Sure. And when I see a Jayla, it's like, dang, like God, oh, yeah. God's doing something with her too, you know. Oh, yeah. And you can't wait to see how that gets multiplied in her life. For but, sure, for sure. Um, the way home was really special too, guys. Just like oh, yeah. Jayla killed it, you guys killed it. The whole lump of Mike, um, just felt like God, God was doing something in that space, and we just got to be a part of it. But the way home, we drive three hours back. It's late. And just the time spent in the car was really, really sweet, too. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on on just the way home shenanigans. I think think what was the most special for me, like you started rehashing kind of some of your story, your experience, kind of um, like connecting with a number of poets like years ago. 
and just how, you know, you were kind of making steps towards something really, really big for kind of Christian poetry, aside from like P4CM rhetoric, but having like an East Coast kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for one reason or another, things didn't, you know, necessarily pan out. Yeah, COVID. But, um, yeah. yeah. And just kind of hearing, I don't know, like the heart, the passion, the the drive towards something like that was very special. Um, and just every time I hear the fact that, like, you really want to, um, how can I say? Yeah, lack of a better term, just, like, push other people who you see a kind of similar seed and a similar passion um, always like makes me feel really good. Yeah. In conversation. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny because that Oracle's vision that we had planned for, um, I guess it was May 2020. Jared was actually supposed to be the sound engineer for that event. That was going to be his first big in-person yeah. event with us, and then the mm-hmm. pandemic happened. Shout out Top Mop. Top Mop Productions. Ooh. Ah, I can't do it. <clears throat> ah, I'd scream. Um, but. Yeah, we were going to throw this big poetry event. And I think what's interesting is I feel like Oracle's outcomes is happening through y'all. Hmm. Wow. So like the way you would wow. want to, okay, what is Oracle's doing? It's building a platform to build up the next generation of Christian poets, right? Mm-hmm. You do the first one with a whole bunch of heavy hitters that can draw a crowd. Then you build the platform based upon them coming. To create a platform for the next generation, right? Because yeah. they're not going to keep coming every year. It would be redundant, and it wouldn't even necessarily create a purpose, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like when you look at P4CM, yes, it was genetics and Jackie and Preston and Kevin, um, you know, and like that whole Ezekiel, right? That whole crew built that thing. But there was a time where they were not who they are now, mm-hmm. and they needed a platform. For sure. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, that Oracle's vision that we talked about on the way home, I don't know what we'll do with it, but I've been, I've been blown away and encouraged by, even with that not happening, through two lines, mm. and through you, you two, and people like Jeff and people like Sergey, the goal of Oracle's mm-hmm. as an event vision is happening. Mm. Just instead of at a a hundred percent in one day, it's Facts. like ten percent over ten days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like five percent here, two percent here, three percent here. The impact is happening just on a more micro basis, For sure. yeah. in a way that's maybe even more valuable than just doing one big thing. Maybe we'll do one big thing called Oracles in the future. I don't know, yeah. but the impact stuff is already happening. You know exactly, and I think that's so impactful, and that kind of brings me to like what. I remember now and reflecting on from that trip on the way back. It's just like every time I'm with I'm with Scott, we just dream. And like there are conversations you have with certain people, usually like your peers, you know, where they're dreams and you expect them to stay dreams. You expect them to just be fun conversations that you have. And so you just go as as, as crazy as you can think. And it's a fun time. And maybe sometimes you reflect on those ideas. But every time I talk with Scott, a lot of the times um, when I just give him an idea or say, hey, I'm thinking about this, it's not, oh, that's cool, like, nice. It's how are you going to do this? How do we actually make this happen? Mm -hmm. And giving me the belief that it's possible. And then when he talks about his ideas and his dreams, it's like, oh, my goodness, like, this is actually possible. Like, it's turned me from somebody that was just like – 
my dad wrote poetry and I wrote poetry as a kid and I like poetry to like, and I, and I'm a poet to like, I can, I have the ability at the young age of 23 that I am to run open mics. I have the ability to, um, perform on various stages. I can do this because Scott has done it and he's showing me what it looks like to walk in it with Christ and to realize that there's so much that seems like it's out of reach, but it's not at all. For sure. Too kind, Greg. Too kind. I'm just speaking the truth, man. I We owe a lot to you. Two lines wouldn't be without Scott Smith. And write poetry clearly would not be without Scott Smith. Absolutely. I'm still trying to get uh, Scott to be my mentor, but being stubborn. <laughs> so on the way. I'll be your mentor. I'm going to ask writing. you every week. It's not writing. <laughs> every week. Your pen is better than mine, sir. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the way you write is disgusting, both of you guys. I'm super proud of you guys. And thank oh. you for all the flowers. I really appreciate it. Thank um, you. You know, it's it's a good thing to, to hear uh, encouragement that the impact is happening from the investment that you make in. Mm. Um, I'm just excited for you guys, man. Like I'm genuinely, you know, and I think stuff like this bus boys trip, um, it brings me a lot of hope and joy, you know, like this is what we've talked about is like yeah. when we walk into a space together, how much more of a, of an impact can we make together than yes. if any of us were there by ourselves. Yes, exactly. And we saw that with some stuff that we did in 2022. And I think to like start the year off with us being like, all right, let's get in the car and just go. Facts. And shout out to my wife for saying like, yeah, you should go. Like do this, yeah. take the car, let's go. Um, I'm excited to see how this continues, Absolutely. right? Um, we have like other events that we're going to bring the right poets into that we're booked for as a team. But I, these types of things where we just go and like invade the the context mm-hmm. and do our thing, I think it's I think it's super super fun, and I'm excited to see more stories like this pan out. and uh, And I know as we steward it, it's going to encourage other people to do it. Yes, you know, like when we're telling stories like Busboys and Poets, yep. some of the singer songwriters in our crew are thinking about, oh snap, like that's something I can do at such and such bar. Exactly. And playing at this open mic. Definitely. You know, and I, that's what I've seen is like when you're faithful to do it, you can see other people start to realize, oh, this is a thing that we're called to do as artists is For to sure. in, invade the, the culture, you know, so. Definitely, definitely. And that's, that's what's been awesome is to see, like, though we're poets, sometimes we feel like, like poetry is so different than everything else in Ripe. But it's like when you see people living out their calling in artistry and worship and all these different things, it's like, oh, like this isn't that different from what I'm doing. And now I'm encouraged and I'm excited to go and do more. You know, I need to go write or I need to go get to this open mic or I need to go hit up Scott and AVG and, and encourage them and build them up. And, you know, like the community really helps even with people that are vastly different in their creative endeavors. Facts, facts, facts. Man, it was a great trip. And uh, I think I think it's just the beginning, man. I, AVG, shout out to you being on the podcast for the first time. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> he's this tired. Was, he's he's was... winding down. <laughs> no, this is great. Maybe we'll, I'll get another chance to jump on, be Most less definitely. tired, all that kind of stuff. Most def. And if you uh, listened to the Germantown episode in season one, we talked about AVG quite a bit because he wrote that piece. 
um, yeah. that impacted a lot of those families. Uh, for sure, for sure. They were victims of gun violence. So uh, you probably heard the name AVG or Gabe uh, before. That's that's him. So same guy. And uh, it's good to actually have you uh, have your voice on the podcast for the first time. And I know that there will be plenty more. Uh, Sergi, we love you. We miss you. You know, but uh, you stink for not going on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding, just kidding. We know you had. She was in Florida. I think. Oh yeah, She was even in the area. She would have been. She didn't there. just diss us. Yeah. She said she would have went. <laughs> yeah, she would have yeah. been. There. Um, but you'll hear her voice, I'm sure, at uh, some point as well. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with Jayla. You know, and see if uh, you know if God were to move her to Philly one day, I'm sure she would be hmm. sitting in this room with us. So who knows what's going to happen there? But. Um, for all of you who are out there listening to this episode, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Time is Right. Uh, this podcast is all about uh, going back in time to share stories of God's faithfulness to the ministry of Ripe Creatives, and all of that is made possible through the people who partner with us and give generously so that this whole thing can exist. And so if you're here and you're one of our partners, uh, this podcast is a thank you to you. Like The reason why we're doing this podcast primarily is is just to say thank you to the people who already partner with us. And uh, if you're here and you don't partner with us, we would highly encourage, we would love for you to go to our website, ripecreatives.com, click the Give button, and consider partnering with us. Um, your support not only allows us to do these episodes, but allows us to do the things that the episodes are about. And, uh, you know, by the way, there's a lot of things that we don't do episodes about, Um that we just you know couldn't get the people in the room to be able to record, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. So all of your support allows us to do everything that we do, and we truly appreciate your generosity and thoughtfulness as you consider partnering with us if you don't already. Um, Jarrett, Todd Mop, thank you so much for being here. Thank Greg, you. thank you for being here. Glad to be here. Mr. Free the Poets himself, AVG, again, thank you for coming on for the first time. Absolutely. And uh, until next time, y'all. Stay right. Receiving the body. Body bruised. Body broken. Broken for you. Thank y'all.